This is the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. Today's podcast is going to focus on our musical program that we have here, specifically doing a musical. We have an extensive musical program with uh, strings and singing and that sort of thing, but this is our yearly musical that we do uh, in the theater production. And so we've done these for several years, and we want to highlight this year's musical and talk about kind of how the kids get involved in this and what the goals are and that sort of thing. And today's podcast is with Dr. Jen Bruce. And so she is one of the directors this year for Annie, the production that we're doing uh, that will come out in March, and you can get a ticket and come and see that. And so we now want to invite you to listen to Dr. Jen Bruce talk about our production of Annie. We'd like to welcome to the podcast today, Dr. Jen Bruce. Jen uh, is working with our current musical and has worked with uh, a couple years worth of musicals here at the school. And so we wanted to talk about our upcoming musical. So if you're listening to this when it's first put out, we've got a musical coming up that the shows are uh, in March, the second, third and fourth, second, third and fourth. And so uh, by all means, we want to invite you to come out if you're listening to this and the show hasn't taken place yet. Um, This year, the production is Annie. And uh, there's some exciting parts of the show that if you come, I'm sure you're going to be pleased to see. Um, But I just wanted to give a minute to talk about the student involvement we have in musicals. So this this is year 10 for the school. We have done nine musicals, I think. Mm, Well, no, because we didn't do one during COVID. Okay, so take out the... we didn't, so it was the second year of the high school. I don't think we did one the first year of Okay, I couldn't remember. The first one we did was uh, high, school musical, high School Musical Junior. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember whether then, that was the first or second year of the school. That's an excellent question. Or the, I guess first or second year of the high school. So it wasn't the first yes. year of the school. Um, I'd have to go back and look. I've got a, I've got I a picture. I don't think it was because... I'm trying to think about who was in it. <laughs> right. Well, when I look at the pictures, I mean, it was pretty yeah. much, you know, sixth grade through yeah. whatever we had at that point. Right. Um, because I've got I've got a, a picture in my office of that production. Uh, I think it was the second or third year of the high school because the our first graduating seniors, I believe, got to do two productions. Okay. Because they did High School Musical and Shrek. Okay. And I think that's it. Okay. I think, was the next one Greece? I think so. <laughs> so I don't know that. Yes. I was trying to think yeah. of who was in Greece. Right. Because but. when I think about like our, our theatrical seniors, we had that right. whole group. Uh, our first graduating class had a bunch of really Absolutely. talented musical theater people. And they were all in Shrek, but not in after that. So I think it might have been... <clears throat> Even the third year of the high school where we okay. did our first one. So we so. have done a handful of them. Uh, <laughs> At least I think this is our sixth, if okay. I'm not mistaken, our sixth. Uh, and they've always been great, uh, you know, in watching them. And we've, we've done them um, primarily just out of the family center. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it ends up being a, a really nice, intimate environment where we can pack the show out. In fact, if, if somebody's listening to this and hasn't gotten tickets, they probably need to get tickets because it'll sell out. Yep. We have um, about 220 seats per show, and it was maybe about four days ago when I last checked, and we'd sold over half the tickets for each show, and we're still wow. almost two weeks out. Yeah. A little less than two weeks out. And so it'll be it'll be a great time with the kids and, and just allowing them to showcase a talent. Um, 
and we have some very talented kids. It mm-hmm. always surprises me um, when you start seeing them on stage and those that you know take on this this whole persona out mm-hmm. there that you don't get to see when they're walking around campus right. and it's uh, really cool. And then some of the musical abilities really blow yeah. my mind. Um, I know the one that that really caught me off guard was Eden Hutchinson mm-hmm. um, in Newsies. Mm-hmm. That that song that she did in that yep. it was a very unique song um but mm-hmm. I, I remember the first time i heard her do that that part of the of the music and, and i was never like knew she could do that what <laughs> yes. you know she yes. had this accent that she pulled out yep. for it and it was it was very cute and mm-hmm. so we've had we've had some really fun performances um and you kind of got involved as as we've as we've grown the program and and needed assistance and that sort of thing you've stepped in so what is your background of musicals? Because I, I didn't realize this, but I heard it then the other day in yes. practice. Um, so so I've been a musician my whole life, but my musical, my music background and what I currently do in, in music is mostly classical. So I sing in the Knoxville Choral Society, and that's sort of my, what I moonlight doing. Um, and I majored in, I double majored in math and music in college, but that, again, was classical music. Um, but as a seventh grader I did play the role of Annie so that was my very first musical in I went to a K-8 school and so it was it was essentially a middle school production um so I was back in the (laughs) mid-1980s a long time ago um and have always loved the show since then um despite what everyone may think I did not name my daughter Annie because of that It it is a family name um and then um Another kind of bizarre connection back to Annie um, when I was in college, um, in the dorm room, living in the dorm room next to me was Aileen Quinn, who was oh, wow. Annie in the the famous movie with Carol Burnett yeah, of yeah. Annie. So, um, but I've always loved that show. Um, so I did I did musicals all through um, high school, mostly as a, a chorus member. I I did not have the stage presence of some of our our students. Um, and then um, did a, one or two productions in college and then mostly kind of stuck with the classical oh, wow. music because that's sort of what I'm um, better Has at. Has it always been musicals <laughs> so, or did you do any plays? In I did do a couple of, of, of straight dramas. Um, did uh, a, a female version of The Odd Couple in high school, which was really <laughs> fun. And that's when I realized, oh, I really like comedy better than anything else. Yeah. So, um, so I did a couple of those too. That's funny. Yeah, and I, I have really just loved theater growing up and, and was not necessarily introduced to a lot of theater up until probably middle school, high school, when we were able to actually go on some trips. And, you know, I grew up in southern West Virginia, so there wasn't, like, big mm-hmm. theaters around. Right. And, um, but I remember in middle school we went to see a production of Edgar Allan Poe short stories hmm. um, that this group had done. At, not at, a comedy. Yeah, you know, not a comedy. Very <laughs> serious, you know. <laughs> But I remember, like, watching the way they did some of the scenes. And then I think we – it may have been part of that, too, is, like, Edgar Allan Poe and then some American stuff of – of um, I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name now. But classical, you know, kind of American short stories mm. that – the way they portrayed some of this and, you know, they did water in one scene with, you know, ribbons coming out on stage. Mm. And I just remember watching this going, oh, this is this is a pretty cool thing. And then when mm. I was in high school, I was able to – uh, be a part of, of a couple of, of those. I, we were talking about this. You were on stage. I was not on stage in that in that respect. I was more of a 
a, a stage hand and, mm-hmm. and took on some director roles uh, as I got near senior year um, and was able to do a couple. We did Wizard of Oz. We did uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, those were very fun to do and, and got a lot of cool experience. But I, ne- I, you know, after high school, I didn't really get back into it. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it, it was really cool being here and hearing that, hey, we're going to try to do this musical. And we had some parents that really stepped up to say, let's make this happen, yeah. um, which seems to be a trend with us of, yes. of, you know, kids that are interested in something, parents coming and saying, hey, you know, I know my kid would like to do this. Yeah. I will also step in and help make this possible. Right. Uh, and I, yeah, I really feel like the, especially for the very first one, that was definitely a push from our students that, you know, we're, we're ready. We, we got enough people. Let, let, we got to make a musical, you yeah. know. And so luckily we had, you know, staff here that were able to make that happen. But then um, Stacy Rodriguez, who I know you've done a podcast yes. with, um, who is a parent of a, of one of our first CBA grads. Um, she's been involved in, in, gosh, I think every show yeah. in some way, either as, um, a choreographer as a director um, she's been consulting with us to do some choreography on this show even though her, her child has graduated many years ago at this point um, but she may be the one that has been involved in more productions yeah. than anybody so well and some people don't know that she actually has a background in that uh, uh, yes you know I've tried to mm-hmm. go search for that but yep. I, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't think I'm searching for the right name but uh, she has that background and, and brings a lot of knowledge to that and, and loves, I think, interacting yeah. with the kids and making yep. those shows happen. So when you guys uh, were kind of going through this process of, of from beginning to end of I know you start probably either summer or even spring maybe of thinking about that next year, how do you get to that point of saying, okay, well, what show are we able to do? What considerations are you guys trying to think of mm-hmm. uh, to make that happen, mm-hmm. to get to a, okay, this is the play that we're going to, or this is a musical we're going to do, and we think we can do this? Yep. So we probably started talking about it right after Sound of Music finished last year, which was our last year's production, um, when we kind of figured out who the team was going to be. So we do we do have a team of, of four uh, directors that are, um, putting this show together and we came up with names for ourselves I don't know if I'm going to remember them all um, <laughs> let's see so we have Jill Emmert who is our music teacher at the school so she's the musical director yeah. and then we have Melissa Barrick Baldwin who is our um, artistic director so you know she's the one with the big vision of what happens on stage and does most of the blocking and some of the choreography um, I'm the managing director which means I get to do all of the you know 8,000 things behind the scenes that need to get done and um, help out a bit with the with the blocking and and then um, Cindy McDaniel, our art teacher, is building all of the sets and gets the crew trained, um, things like that. And she's the one whose name I can't remember. She is the stage director. I don't know. We have a name for her. <laughs> It'll be in the program when I remember what it is. Yeah, we'll so, have to look for that. Um, so anyway, so when we realized that the four of us would would be the team. Um, you know, we start talking about sort of what our constraints are. We do have a fairly small stage, yeah. so that affects somewhat what we can do. Um, we certainly don't have an unlimited budget. That also affects right. what you can do. <laughs> um, but, you know, our, our biggest constraint is we have a pretty small student body. And um, depending on the year, um, we either do or do not have a lot of male students right. interested. And right. so actually... When, when we first started doing musicals, we had a lot of them. We, we had an a, uncanny amount an of An uncanny males. number of <laughs> high school males that could sing really well and act. So, right. um, Well, proof in the first one being 
High School Musical, which right. is a basketball team. Exactly. So, so you know, we actually had a theatrical yeah. basketball team before we had a real basketball team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, but I mean, even up through, I mean, gosh, Newsies had pretty much three strong yes, male leads and I mean absolutely. with a school our size to even have that is, is pretty unusual I think so um, so we've kind of gone you know back in the other direction there we've got the number of really strong um, female leads not as many uh, men interested in, in doing theater so that was probably our biggest constraint what what show could we do that sort of fits the personnel that we know we have and there's always some surprises too in auditions we're like oh my goodness I didn't realize you know yeah. a student could do that um, so that that was one of our constraints. Um, and, and and without revealing too much about our surprises in this production, right. we have worked our way around some of those constraints in some creative ways for this production as well. Absolutely. So, um, but we also, um, you know, I my only, you know, real experience with theater is when I did it myself. And so, you know, I'm not a professional by any stretch of the imagination. So it's also easier when you choose a production that you're familiar with Absolutely. in some way, shape or form, rather than, you know, when you're learning from scratch where you don't necessarily know all the songs and right. things like that. So, um, so I think I'm the one that kind of threw this one out as a possibility. Um, and then we kind of threw around this idea of, well, you know, it's got a lot of, you know, younger roles. Can we do that? Uh, we do only cast middle and high school students when in our productions. Yeah. Um, with a, a few, we do have one fifth grade student playing our youngest orphan this year. But, right. um, but generally, mo- our roles go to, to middle and high school students. Um, and so we just kind of had to think through, can, can we do that, you know, with our orphans? Will we still have enough roles for our high school players, things like that? Um, and we wound up casting a number of high schoolers as orphans, including yeah. our lead orphan, Annie, who is, right. is a sophomore. So Now, um, this year, how many, so how many kids do you have on, in, on the cast? I want to say it's 26 total. Okay. About. 26. So we've got about 200 kids in middle and high school. Yep. Um, so about 10% of the student body is, is yep. involved in, in that part as far as being on cast. And then right. you've got the stage crew. The stage crew. So, uh, you know, that gets us closer to about uh, not just stage crew, but our we've got a student involved in doing costumes. We have yep. a whole art class that are building sets. So, you know, I'd say we have closer to 50 students that are involved in the production awesome. in some way. Well, I know that's been a discussion that we've had in the past of, of because the musical really did grow as the high school was growing. I mean, it, there have been times where we had – probably 60 70 percent of the upper school was on the stage yes Uh, now it was you know it was still in those 50 60 numbers probably but Mm -hmm. you know we've had that discussion of like how many kids can we put on our stage it's not very big yes Um, and then there's been a lot of creativity of adding stuff either out in front of the stage Mm or you know blocking so you can use some height to get kids up in the air or or whatever and and you know, it's been exciting to see kind of how we can just use that whole environment down there to, to mm-hmm. put as many kids as we can on stage in, sure. in an appropriate way. But it gets very hard to move around if you get too many people yes, up there. it does. And then it just looks like everybody's bumping into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think it's fun listening to people. With it. You know, I, I told you I've been involved in some musicals, but I've never had a musical talent. And I never learned to, like, read music and that sort of thing. When I grew up, related arts was pretty much go to gym class Mm -hmm. like that was (laughs) there wasn't Mm -hmm. there wasn't an art there wasn't a music class Uh, and so I didn't have that music training and so listening to what Jill does with with them on you know hey we need some people to sing you know harmony here we need people to sing melody or or you know pay attention to the notes here and the kids Mm -hmm. just go like it's like it's like they understand everything she's saying (laughs) and I'm going yeah 
I don't understand anything <laughs> she just said. Yeah. Uh, that's not well, you I know, and that there. it's the great thing about having, you know, our classroom teachers involved in the production. You know, probably three quarters of the students that are in these productions are also in one of Jill's choirs, right. and so you know they're they're used to working with her. They've gotten her background training in being good singers with her, so that's wonderful. And then you know, with the set design, you know, these are art students who've had cindy for multiple classes and so yeah. um i know they even went on a field study yesterday to go meet someone that does set design oh, professionally wow. and in knoxville so i think that's just a, a great way to link it into our curriculum um and as you said involve as many students as we can um, i think it is one of those things in the high school that is sort of that that quintessential event every year that everybody looks forward to absolutely you know there's like senior night for basketball and there's this you yeah. know that those are um because it involves so many of the students you know, uh, probably 90% of the high school students will go see one of the productions, Absolutely. if not all of them. Um, well, I think we start to see a lot of our alumni come back yes, for this. You yes. know, I, I expect to see a good bit of our alumni for this production as well, yes, at least the ones absolutely. that are in town or can make it. Yep. Um, and it is it has become kind of that staple of how we end the third quarter here. Mm -hmm. You know, we know when we get to that point, we, you know, we do that weekend of shows, and then typically there's a week left of class. Yep. You know, which for high school might be, um, you know, some tests or something, mm -hmm. you know, it's spirit week, mm -hmm. typically, you know, those yeah. sort of things. And so it's like, it's a culminating event for that third quarter. Yeah. And it's really exciting. And I, I do like this is an extracurricular. So nobody has to be in the musical. This nope. is purely by choice. And there's a lot of time commitment to being in the musical. That's an understatement. Yes. Uh, they, <laughs> Especially for the next two weeks. Right. Yes. So, you know, you guys typically have auditions before uh, we go on winter break. Yeah. And I think actually that's something that a lot of people are surprised by, like, like how little time we actually yeah. put this together. And yeah, we, we have auditions usually the last week or two in the second quarter, right before the holiday break. Um, we announced, I believe we announced the cast list the day before the last day of classes yep, last year so. and in fact started fitting costumes the very last day of right. classes in in that quarter and then we don't do anything during those three weeks of break and then as soon as we get back we had our first rehearsal on the first day of class yep. this quarter and so we have only been rehearsing since january 6th yeah in the and yeah, the show so we is do in, it in March. Two, yeah, and the show is yeah. Um, so we, we have slightly less than two months to put yeah. the show together. And so it's a it, it does have a nice fit there in that third quarter. We've got a lot of kids involved in winter athletics, but mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of kids in the show that are not in any athletics um, for whatever reason. Now we've also got kids that are in the show that that are also involved in yep. either cheer or basketball or you know those kind of things going on. And so we try to to work with that as much as possible. Being in a small school, we've got overlap everywhere. Absolutely, yep. Um, I know, you know, the last podcast I was talking to Dan and Barry, and, and they had a, originally they had their clubs meeting on the same day, and it was like, we can't have our clubs meet on the same day. Mm -hmm. We've got too many kids that want to come to both because right. it's a small school. Yeah. And so, you know, that's one of the things we work on in everything that yep. we do. So you guys do auditions there at the end of the second quarter. It pretty much is, is full board uh, for third quarter, and then by March it's, it's over, and we have a great, celebration yep. um, and and a lot of fun with the kids I know they look forward to it every year whenever we announce you know which show we're doing it's yes. usually a family gathering and I mean it's like kids are pumped yeah um, and that's been really cool to see yeah. that grow and this was a, I think a, a popular choice so we're um, we're excited I think we'll bring in a nice crowd um, to see it so well that's going to be fun to see and and like I said I've seen a couple of uh, 
scenes rehearsed mm -hmm. uh, as I've been around campus and yeah. um, the kids are doing a fantastic job and and people need to come out and support them because it's going to be a show worth watching I agree and yep. a lot of it's, fun. it's fun to see you know it's you always feel about three weeks out like oh my gosh this is never going to come together and then it does <laughs> and then you you know you breathe your sigh of relief and but uh, as you said it's a it's a, a huge undertaking and it's amazing the 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 outpouring of support we get from so many different areas, as you said, parents yeah. who volunteer to bring in dinner for the kids when we're having long rehearsal nights, um, and you know, a faculty that are helping with programs or, and selling ads, and other other parents that are helping you know organize concessions and ticket sales, and um, so I mean, it's just a, a huge group of people that really chip in, and I think that's you know how we tend to roll here, obviously. Right. Um, but it's always uh, nice to be the recipient of all of that, <laughs> so that, to be in an event that is is getting that kind of yeah. um, support. Well, and I think one of the things we look for are activities that build community, and this mm -hmm. is one that, that has obviously built community with our school Absolutely. from, like you were saying, from different involvements of teachers and parents. But the other thing I, I like to see, although this is extracurricular, like you were saying, it's, it's very curricular mm -hmm. uh, integrated from Absolutely. the art classes. I know in the past we've had the engineering class that has helped mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just do some set design, so it all just depends. They are on kind involved of, as well <laughs> this okay. year, so yeah. And it all just depends on kind of what you're needing, mm -hmm. and then finding like, hey, is there anybody on campus that that might be interested in helping us make this happen? Mm -hmm. And seeing that all come together, it's really exciting. I so I, you know, one of the highlights that I think I would look back to would be, like I said earlier, that that song that Eden uh, did in Newsies. When you look back, and like I don't want to give anything away from maybe what you're looking forward to in this mm -hmm. production, uh, we want people to come and see it sure. and, and experience all of that. Mm -hmm. When you look back, what are you? What would you consider to be some of those like unique highlights that like that was either really funny scene that a kid just mm -hmm. owned and made happen, mm -hmm. or just like that was an incredible scene. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I agree with you that it's often the the students that sort of surprise you that you're like, I, I just really didn't know. To see a student that comes to life on stage in a way that you have not seen in the classroom, yeah. right? Because it's just a very different way. So, you know, so the the scene with Eden and Newsies that you mentioned, but also in Newsies there was a, a student, um, Ben Ebel, one of our former grads, his yeah. brother's in, a student here now. Um, and um, I, had, I had heard him sing in Singers, and, you know, I just – when I had heard he was cast as the lead in Newsies, I thought, huh, I didn't know that was that was something Ben did. And he was just incredible, and he brought that character to life, yeah. you know. I mean, there were others in that show that I knew had that talent to do it, yeah. and I, so that didn't surprise me at all. But the ones that, you know, really come out, um, I think back to Shrek, which I think was only the second yeah, show. Yeah, the second one. Um, and our lead in Shrek was a freshman, yeah. um, Chris Kenley. And... Um, and he was another one that, you know, he'd, he'd been in Singers and middle school and whatever. And I was just like, I, I just never had pictured him. And, and he was incredible. Yeah. And that was sort of sort of the start for him, you know, through his high school career where he had many starring roles from Absolutely. there on out. But that was the first one that was such a surprise. And it was it was funny. He and um, Max Fields, who were great friends uh, yeah. you know, off the stage, were, were Shrek and Donkey. And I mean, that, that was just some fabulous moments that I remember. Absolutely. Um, well, and I think about Chris, yeah. because Chris, that was another one that he, to play that role, he did this accent too that, yes. you know, the first time I heard him come out, you know, right yeah. there at the beginning, he comes mm -hmm. out and he's talking to the crowd and I'm going, like, who is this kid? You mm -hmm. know, like, where does this come from? Yeah. 
And then, like you said, that great interaction. I think from that same show, Shrek would would be Zach Perkins' yes. role as Lord oh Farquaad. Goodness. And yes, as Farquaad. yeah, I remember that I one mean, time we up all on knew the Zach tower. Was funny, but yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I think the guys and dolls, and you know, um, a student like um, Z Wilson, who had kind of always had a background role, to finally get that kind of big scene that could really showcase his, you know, his facial expressions and and his his humor and. Um, so I, I loved his, you know, sit yeah. down, you're rocking the boat scene from from Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Um, you know, we when got I to see Eden again in that production yeah. with a hysterical accent. Yeah. Um, when I think of Guys and Dolls, I think of, oh, she graduated last year. Um, it, I feel like that was the first one I had heard her sing. What was her name? Emma. No. No, the, like I said, she graduated last year. Um Oh, Kaylee. Kaylee Martin. Yes. yes. Um, she oh, yes. had a big, uh, you know, yes. she had a couple, I think she yeah. may have been a lead, I, yes. I guess. Yes, she uh, did. Yeah. But I remember, you know, that was one of when she started singing Guys and Dolls, I'm like, I, I don't even know who the student is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah. who is this? Yeah, and that was, um, and that was, I think, only her sophomore year. And then, of course, she became our, our Liesel in yeah. um, Sound of Music and, and did great in that role, too. Yeah, well, the so. bouncing back and forth between her and uh, McNeil. Shelby, yeah. Um, yeah, Shelby McNeil in, in Sound of Music last yes. year was incredible. And Sound of Music's not easy. I mean, that is, people come Ooh. in with an expectation on Sound of Music. Right. Everybody knows that show. You know, so. everybody knows the songs. Everybody yep. knows, and, and it's expected to be at a high level, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you got to kind of know what you're doing with music to mm-hmm. be able to make that yes. happen. Yeah. Um, and of and course, that was we had some additional, show. you know, issues that really made that show challenging. And that, you know, they, that, and that's probably, that, that's the show, of course, that I have had the most experience with before this one um but to you know our our kids here are pretty amazing in terms of their flexibility in terms of their work ethic um and I've had numerous people tell me that the productions that we do here are some of the best that they've ever seen in high schools and to say that about a a school where we've got 90 kids in high school I think is is pretty incredible absolutely um you know and 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 I don't know that we necessarily have more talented kids than other places, but I think it's the it's the expectation that the previous groups have set. Yeah, and and they just step up and um, yeah. So that's I think that's my favorite part about it is to see you know what we can do with such a small group, um, and it you know they they know what the expectation is. Yeah, this is going to be a, a high level production every single year, um, and they step up. Absolutely. So. Well, if you are listening to this and you are not uh, signed up to come see the, the musical in March, uh, you need to get tickets now. And if it's already past the performances for Annie, um, we do we do a musical every every third quarter, and yep. usually it's right there at the beginning of March. And and you know I'm excited to see what the next one is. I, I love I love that uh, part for our kids to be involved in. My personal children have enjoyed being a part of it. Um, and it's exciting to see that program grow and, and what they're doing and just getting the opportunity to put yourself out there, you know, yes, take a absolutely. risk and, you know, see what happens. And, and most of the time what we see happen is pretty incredible. Yep. And so tickets, as you said, are on sale. They're um, $10 for adults. They're $5 for students um, around campus. We've got posters um, that have a yep. QR code on them, so you can just scan that. Um, we had an email sent out last week yep. um, to all families um, and so that also has the information in it for purchasing tickets 
So it's a great community event, and we want you to be uh, you know be able to come and see it, see what our kids are doing, celebrate their hard work. Uh, learning a musical is not easy, and that's on top of all the things they're doing in their classrooms. Yes. Uh, you know, the expectation is not well. You don't have to do as much in class. No. It's still a high <laughs> level of stuff happening in the classroom. Um, and it's great to see this. Thank you for sitting down with me and talking about the musical. I'm hoping to get uh, a couple of the other uh, directors on. If nothing else, maybe we can even bring in uh, Eve as the lead or something, yeah. you know, maybe to sit down for the next I bet one. Annie but, and Miss Hannigan would come talk to you. Uh, yeah, the, absolutely. Yeah. Miss Hannigan's a colorful character, though. you got to watch her on, on the microphone. It'd be you nice know. to see if we could get them to come in and talk in there, what they think the, their character would say mm-hmm. in the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That would be interesting. Yeah. Eve might just sing the whole time. I she don't might. know. <laughs> As Annie. Yeah. Uh, we then, do have a, a real dog in the production. That's you know, right. we got to advertise that, too. Yes, and so you so. need to come see. It's one of my favorite dogs. It's not my personal dogs. Yes. Uh, my dogs get jealous over this one because it is one of my favorite ones. I've known this dog since it was a puppy. Mm-hmm. A great dog. And so I'm excited to see him act on stage and Me see too. if we can get him to do what he's supposed to do. <laughs> he's going to be great. So come out. There's going to be a lot of fun, uh, and, and I think you'll be impressed with what the kids are able to do. Thank you. Thank you. This has been the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast, where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. This podcast is focused on the theater production uh, musical of Annie with an interview with Dr. Jen Bruce. We hope you enjoyed that. If you'd like to come see Annie, you can check uh, our social media posts. There's ways to get tickets online. Um, and then you can come out and enjoy the shows. Like I said, those shows will probably sell out. So make sure you get your, sh- your tickets early if you have not gotten them yet. If you want to find out more about our school, you can go to our website, www.claytonbradleyacademy.org. Or you can find us on social media sites at CBA STEM or at Clayton Bradley Academy. We hope that you have a wonderful day.